Hey everyone, welcome to My Story Podcast. Thanks for listening. I hope today's show makes you smile and points you to Jesus. He is so good. Partway through today's episode, I share three things I'm loving right now. I'll put links in the show notes for things we talk about today. Also, stay tuned to the end where I share verse of the day that's really been encouraging me. All right, so I'm here with Colleen Gerbrandt, and Colleen, thanks so much for being on the podcast. You're welcome. Thanks for asking me. Yeah, this is so fun. It's really cool. We actually had your daughter on the podcast. I think she was like episode three or two. Yeah, she was right at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, so that this... got me listening to your podcast. Yeah. I might, may not have heard about it otherwise. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> well. We can get the whole family. Maybe your husband wants to be on next time. <laughs> Have you had any men yet? Um, not officially. I okay. I have recorded one, um, but because of like the sound quality and stuff, I never ended up airing it. Okay. But so yeah, I'm still kind of like, hmm, I don't know if I want to do men <laughs> and women or yeah, have yeah. to figure it out. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, could you tell the listeners a little about yourself? Sure. As you already mentioned, my name is Colleen Gerbrandt, and I'm probably a little older than many of the guests you've had on your podcast, Um, obviously because you had my daughter. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That kind of gives a clue. Um, I have been married to my husband, Scott, for 27 years today. Oh, wow. Congratulations. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. So Mm -hmm. we have three adult kids, young adult kids. Um, Our oldest is married, so I also have a daughter-in-law. And, yeah, it's just been a really really fun stage of life, actually. They all Mm -hmm. live away from home right now, but quite close still, so we get to see them regularly. But... They're, yeah, we, we don't have them around like day to day. And so that's been, been really different, but it's been good. I'm really enjoying this, this stage of life actually. Um, yeah, I, um, my husband Scott and I worked at, um, Miller in Saskatchewan here, um, for, Oh, since 2007, so however many years that is, um, we've been on staff here at the college and up until a couple of years ago when um, Scott went through uh, some health issues with burnout and so he's no longer working for the college, but I am part-time and so I work primarily with our our non-dorm students, so many of them are married or older students um, that don't live in the dorm. And, um, yeah, just part-time, and I really enjoy that. I I love mentoring and just working with younger women. I feel like I do that a lot. Mm-hmm. I have – my daughters are in that category, and so I just really enjoy um, spending time with them, and I feel like my daughters have become some of my best friends. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and also college-age girls, I really – just love, yeah. Um, yeah, talking to them, um, walking alongside, and young moms. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that it seems to be the ministry that God is, has called me to for yeah. this season anyway. And so, yeah. 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 Hmm. Thank you. 
Yeah, I know that being a student at Miller, I love coming to your house because it's so beautiful. <laughs> and I just always feel so welcomed. You always have like a beautiful spread of snacks or drinks or whatever. And it's just so cozy to be in your home. You're very welcoming. Well, thank you. Yeah. I do really love home, yeah. everything about home. Yeah. And um, so, and yeah, I love home decor and I love baking. And so, yeah, yeah one of my greatest passions probably is to just have people come mm. to my home and experience the love of Christ here yeah. and I don't know if you've noticed when you come to my house but I have a chalkboard in our living room that has um, Psalm 34 8 which mm. is oh taste and see that the Lord is good mm. and that is just kind of what I want my home mm. to be is a place where people do feel welcome and feel comfortable and where they can experience God and yeah. his love. So, yeah. yeah. Wow. That's really cool. It's cool how like a home can do that. And I mean, okay. a person can do that too. And a person, a person's home can, that can translate into their home, but um, just how being in someone's home, you really can feel God's love and, his grace and mm-hmm. feel very welcome. Right. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I just love um, what people's homes say about them too and their yeah. personality and their yeah. uniqueness. And yeah. Yeah. I always enjoy that when I go to someone else's home. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I recently got a book by Joanna Gaines. I think you, I think I've seen oh. her magazines, her magazines, right? Oh yes. Yeah. I'm a big fan. Yeah. <laughs> So that's so fun. It's so fun to get inspired. And even though I don't have my own home yet. Yeah, you can store up ideas. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Cool. (laughs) Yeah. Well, would you want to share a little bit about your journey? Uh, I think I've heard a bit of it. And I think you would have described yourself as a good girl growing up. Yeah. And yeah, I would love if you wanted to share. Yes, for sure. Um, so, yeah, I grew up in Manitoba, So, I, but I've lived in Saskatchewan for most of my life now. Yeah. So, um, yeah, just one of the things growing up that was a message that I caught, and I don't know if, you know, it wasn't intentionally taught, but yeah. um, I heard the words, um, you need to be careful of what other people think or what would other people think if you did this or, mm-hmm. and it just instilled in me such a, um, such a desire to always like have the perfect image and always have it all together and always look like I am confident and, mm-hmm. um, and also I think like, the desire to be a good girl is like was a God given um, personality trait that that I was born with, and mm-hmm. it actually was what led me to accepting Jesus when I was a young girl. And because I wanted to be good, and I wanted mm-hmm. to like get along with my brothers, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I knew I couldn't; it wasn't working, <laughs> and so I knew I needed I needed. Jesus and I 
I needed him to to help me and to to make me good. Um, so yeah, so that was a good thing. And I think we think of like, well, what is wrong with being a a good girl? Like, how can that possibly be a bad thing? Um, but I think for me, it became, um, just part of my identity in a way that gave me, I looked to that for value and for my identity and, um, and in that way, I mean, this was a process of like, I mean, it's still a process yeah. <laughs> in my life. So, like, lifetime of learning, um, yeah, to sort of rethink, like, because good girls get a lot of, um, I mean, they're great to have around because yeah. you can give them a job and they'll do it great. They'll do yeah. it perfectly. Yeah. They are easy to get along with. They're always sweet and always happy and always nice. Mm at least on the outside (laughs) and so they you know they're great to have have in positions of leadership or um yeah they're just great to have around but but it can so easily become yeah just something that we turn to for to like get fulfillment because it feels good when people are like oh like you just do everything so well and you're just Mm -hmm. always friendly and you're always this and always that and um yeah and so the other message that I kind of grew up with was that it's not okay to express anger and Mm -hmm. or strong emotion like you have to keep that hidden and Mm -hmm. so yeah that's what I tried to do and then the danger with that is that then resentment just sort of Mm -hmm. starts to build inside and actually and this I've probably learned most in marriage is that um silence can actually be just as damaging as angry words can be and but it's still my go-to like to go silent or withdraw um because you know I was told that well that's better than saying words that you're going to regret um but it can also be kind of a weapon right yeah yeah. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. I feel like um, wanting to look good to other people, it can be such a sneaky desire that you don't even really realize. Like it can uh-huh. be so under the surface. Yeah. Um, and I think that can almost breed that anger and that resentment because you kind of start thinking like oh this person thinks this about me or oh this person yeah um Uh doesn't appreciate me or doesn't think well of me and and maybe they maybe they do and you just start kind of putting that on them but yeah um yeah could you tell us a little bit about like how Jesus freed you from that that struggle yeah, well, like I said, it's definitely still a process right. yeah. and still something that I'm learning. And I think because that is, you know, my personality yeah. bent. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, just, I guess, asking the Lord to reveal to me, because these are long-standing habits and patterns mm-hmm. of relating and just yeah. asking him to reveal, like, how am I, how am I damaging relationships when mm-hmm. I you know, when I'm not honest or when I'm not, um, 
when my goal is just to be liked right. and um, to keep the peace and not have any conflict, like right. how does that damage the relationships that I have with people around me? Yeah. Especially the closer ones, like those are always the relationships <laughs> that get like yeah. the worst totally. of us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So just asking him to reveal it because, like you said, it's subtle. It's yeah. yeah it's it's so sneaky. I've read a couple of books on it and just like yeah. um, tried to learn more about like what does like what would be a more biblical response. Yeah. Um. And just one thing that I read in one book um, that stood up to me was that our goal shouldn't be to be nice, but to be kind. Mm -hmm. And so I've really tried to think about, like, um, what's the difference? Like, Mm -hmm. what? Niceness is very self-centered. It's, like, about me. And this was, like, so convicting. Um, The Lord just, like, yeah, just, just shone like truth to my heart when when I realized in a situation where I was really upset because I had like I had made a mistake I had like failed to give some information to somebody and then like it made it really awkward for them and mm-hmm. I just felt so bad because I dropped the ball and I'd made a mistake and mm-hmm. I and it was like upsetting for mm-hmm. this person and I just felt so sick about it like Mm. so bad like kind of over the top reaction Mm. and which is always a clue like okay that's not really an appropriate reaction to what happened like what's going on and so as I started thinking about it I realized that I think I'm more worried about the fact that I made a mistake than that than that I hurt somebody else Mm. through my actions and that was really convicting to Mm. me because more concerned with looking bad than that I've hurt someone and yeah. so yeah so mm-hmm. niceness <laughs> yeah. is like that but kindness is other-centered right. and yeah like you and this is hard for us nice girls yeah. but it's like sometimes you need to say hard things to people because it's for their good and for their growth. Like it's, yeah, it's just a process of, yeah. of growth as I have been learning and, and then maybe seeing like some of the effects of, of my good girl behavior. Mm. Um, one thing that a friend of mine had said to me that sort of started me on this path of thinking more specifically about this nice girl topic and um was she said like it doesn't make sense to me but like my greatest relational pain has come at the hands of good girls Mm. and I was like that doesn't surprise me and she Mm. was really shocked that like really (laughs) well how did that work and and so I just started thinking more about it and it totally makes sense because we like we let things simmer and simmer and simmer until we just can't keep it inside and then it comes out ugly and hurtful yeah I feel like the more secure we are in Jesus and in like who he says we are like we can focus outward because I think Uh yeah I think even even wanting to be good like it can become so me focused Uh right and yeah I'm not focused on others and I feel like so much of the Bible is and so much of what Jesus taught was about 
others and focusing uh-huh. on others and it can mask itself though because it's like no I'm trying to be good and I'm trying to do the right thing yeah yeah and the other thing it does is it minimizes our need for grace because yeah. we're good enough like we're yeah. good on our own and so we yeah. don't need to receive grace yeah. from the Lord and then also when we don't understand his grace toward us it's really hard to extend grace yeah. to other people totally I've definitely yeah. found that where I'm not when I'm not like walking in God's grace for myself <laughs> I'm just so quick tempered and like irritable with other people yeah yeah, yeah. The first thing I'm loving right now is bike riding. My family went biking in Banff and Cam more recently, which was so fun. Also, I love just biking in my neighborhood. I don't do it a lot, but I love it when I do. Also, I'm loving a book by Sheila Walsh called It's Okay Not To Be Okay. Sometimes life is really hard. We are broken. I'm so glad it's not up to me to have it all together. I'm good because Jesus makes me good. I'm okay because Jesus has paid it all. And the last thing I'm loving is how Jesus brings people into your life. Uh, Sometimes people really minister to me in tangible ways. Sometimes I just need a good kick in the pants. And sometimes I need to hear how Jesus has made a difference in someone's life. And sometimes I get to be the one to speak into someone's life with encouragement or truth. It's awesome to see how God orchestrates things like that. What are some of the maybe things you've seen that have changed kind of like looking at yourself like today versus for 10 years. I would definitely like say that again, a lot of this has come in marriage because that's obviously my closest relationship. And so, and Scott's really good at drawing out, um, like what's really going on inside of me (laughs) and asking really good questions to bring that out. And so he has been such a, yeah, such Mm. a huge part of my growth in this area. I think just being aware has been the biggest thing. Like, and then, like I said before, like when I do have those kind of extreme responses to, you know, not that huge (laughs) deals. Yeah. Just learning to stop and be like, okay, what is going on here? Yeah. This is not, this is, there's something not, not right yeah. in my heart. And um, so, yeah, I think that's maybe more of where the growth has been just in recognizing it than what I can look to and say, oh, like I used to be like this, but right. now I'm like this and right. I, I don't struggle with that anymore. Right. Um, yeah. It's still an ongoing yeah choice yeah to and then also to just learn to be more real and authentic with Mm. people not so afraid of what they might think of me if they see see my flaws and see my um yeah imperfections (laughs) which of which there are many yeah but for some you know like Mm. we're fooled into thinking we can hide those and present a nice picture just Mm -hmm. an example of that maybe is um with Scott going through his burnout Mm. like I I mean that rocked my world Mm. (laughs) but one of the things that like kind of bothered me was when he wasn't able to be at places where he would normally have been and I had to go 
alone and mm-hmm. and I always felt like I needed to defend him somehow or like mm-hmm. present him in a in a good light so people wouldn't think badly of right. him and they're there for me yeah yeah <laughs> it's like mm-hmm. that's always kind of the underlying motivation there yeah. um and just realizing that I'm not doing him any service by trying to cover up for you know why he's not here or what's going on or whatever and so yeah. I just learned to be like no nah, whatever I'll just say it like I don't care yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't care what you think I'm just gonna be honest and right. say you know he's having a really rough day today and he just it doesn't feel up to it and right. that's that like and not and like trying okay. to move it over and make it sound better somehow right. so yeah 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 and that's something that's probably I wouldn't have done 10 years ago. Right. You could spend a day anywhere doing anything with anyone and money wasn't a hindrance. What would you do? Oh, okay. Somewhere I've always wanted to go is Italy. And like my idea (laughs) of the perfect day there would be just to have like a beautiful villa of some sort and Mm. eat Italian food and um, just stroll through a little village and stop for coffee and I would probably enjoy doing that with my husband because he would really be into that as well so yeah that Mm. yeah the other thing can I have two totally yeah okay this is actually what I was going to do for my birthday this year because it's kind of a significant one um I was gonna take my daughters and go to New York City for a few days and like obviously it's not gonna happen this year yeah but that was I was starting to get really excited about it yeah wow yeah cool (laughs) have you been to either of those places before um not New York. Yeah. I have been in Italy, like very, like kind of just into a little piece of it, and then okay. went back. I had gone to Europe oh, ten years ago or so, and okay. on a tour, and the tour just went like very briefly into Italy for half a day or something. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, just enough uh-huh. to make me want to go back. Yeah. And see <laughs> to more. Your appetite. Yeah. yeah. I would love to go to Europe too. I think. Yeah. And I mean, once you're there, I think you can just it's easier to travel between countries and yeah. see different things. Right. You can see so many countries totally. in, a, in a relatively short time. Yeah. 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 For sure. Aww. Great. Uh, if you could have coffee with three people alive or dead, who would you meet? The first one comes to mind right away. And that would be my mom. My mm. mom passed away when I was 13. Oh, wow. And so I would love to have coffee with her now as an adult and just find out, yeah, what kind of relationship we would have had, I yeah. guess, at this point in our lives because I only got to know her for such a short time. And so, yeah, mm. I would love love that and just find out more about um yeah, when you're 13, you're not thinking about asking mm. all kinds of questions about, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. yeah. So there's so many things I would love to ask her. Totally. So, yeah, yeah, so that's one. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> you mentioned 
uh, Joanna Gaines, but oh, I would yeah. love to have coffee with her. Because <laughs> I'm <laughs> same. <laughs> I feel like my house is right now is so influenced by her. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. So that That'd would be fun. fun. Um, a Bible character that mm. comes to mind that I would love to talk to would be Ruth. Because uh, I feel like she she was such a like she never would have guessed. So her life would be mm. out there for the entire right. world for generations to come yeah. to read about. Yeah. And like she just seemed like such a, you know, quiet, humble girl totally. who would just never have brought that kind of like fame upon herself. Right. Yeah. And yeah, I don't know. I just feel like I I could relate to her and, yeah. and just yeah, she was such an important part of like Jesus genealogy and Yeah. Yeah, so she seems I, like kind of a cool mix of like, like humble, submissive, but yeah. then also kind of a go getter and like, yeah, willing yeah, to she just did some go really for hard it. things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm, cool. Yeah. What is your go to beverage and snack? Well, I love coffee drinks, not straight coffee, but like fancy coffee. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> so any latte or mocha mm. or something like that yeah for sure yeah. um for snacks I'm more of a salty snack although mm. I like sweets too but like any sort of dip with mm. like either you know spinach dip with sourdough bread or oh, yeah. or some sort of crackers and dip yeah yeah I love them all oh so good yeah yeah <laughs> we make I think we make kind of a spinach dip at Christmas time I think my sister-in-law kind of got us into that. Oh, yeah. So fun. Like, I think it's, like, inside the bread. Is that what, is that yeah. what you normally do? Sometimes. Yeah. Or sometimes just on the side. Yeah. 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 That's so fun. Oh, so good. Makes me want some now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what are you reading right now? I am, well, for my time with the Lord I'm reading in Philippians and mm. I'm just like this whole summer I've just spent in that one book mm. and so that is what I'm reading in scripture right now um as far as other books I'm three of uh kind of in between books a little bit I'm <laughs> this yeah. seems like a theme but I'm actually reading a cookbook oh a nice because oh. I just love <laughs> <laughs> do you read it like front to back um, well, I need, I don't, maybe not every word, but yeah. I do definitely enjoy just reading and totally. finding new recipes and yeah. I, you know, mark the ones I want to try. Yeah. 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 So Aww, that's fun. <laughs> yeah. I, I, like I said before, I, I have her home, her house book and oh, yeah. I'm kind of, I'm kind of reading it front to back too, very slowly, yeah. but it's, yeah. I don't know. There's it's kind of fun. There. Yeah. And yeah. you just kind of want to soak it all in. Is that the one where she has like house plans yeah. or like different houses? And then like I found I had to flip back and forth all the time because I right. wanted to see the house she was talking about. Right. Yeah. And it was, <laughs> it was like there's got to be a better format. Yeah. Here. Like I'm always flipping back and forth. Right. Yeah. You need like yeah. tabs in the different pages. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. But I do like if I read, but I just for fun reading mm -hmm. I really enjoy historical fiction so oh, okay I haven't had any of those on the go for a yeah. while so yeah. yeah neat 
Uh, if you could be famous for one thing, what would it be? Oh, goodness. I don't really want to be famous. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes we change it to if you could be remembered for one thing. Right. So. Yes. Yes. I'm much more comfortable out of the spotlight. But yeah. um, I, I would love to be someone who, who knows how to ask really great questions. Mm. Like, I feel like that is a quality that I really admire. Yeah. In others, and I would love to, yeah, just be someone who knows how to just get, get beneath the surface, not just because I'm curious or nosy, but because, yeah. like, for, for their growth. If you could have a soundtrack to your life, what song would you choose? I just was listening to a song the other day that mm. I thought, oh, it's so good, oh. and it was, let's see if I'll remember now. Um, yet not I, but through Christ in mm. me by City of Light. Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. that's a good one. Um, that one, just yeah, often that line, like the title line, just will go yeah. through my head, and really, that is that is what I desire is that people would not see me, but Christ, and that is, yeah. I think, also what we were talking about earlier with this good girl image mm -hmm. and I feel like growth would look like people seeing Christ, not mm -hmm. me. Yeah. Well, Colleen, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Today's verse has come from Philippians three, and I think it kind of applies to what we talked about today. Verse nine says, I no longer count on my own righteousness through obeying the law. Rather, I become righteous through faith in Christ. For God's way of making us right with himself depends on faith. That's it for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed the conversation. Remember, there will be links in the show notes for things mentioned today. I hope this show pointed you to Jesus, our hope. He loves you, and if you want to know more about him, I'd love to connect with you. Until next time.